You are about to hear an old radio public service announcement asking people to donate the March of Dimes to help the over 100,000 people that were living with severe disability from polio back in 1958. Are you able to brush your own teeth? Not everyone can. Not a man whose arms have been crippled by polio. There are thousands of disabled polio survivors who must depend on someone else to help them perform the simplest, most personal acts. With your help, many polio victims can learn how to be independent. Right now, there are 100,000 survivors of crippling polio who need help. They need your dimes and dollars to pay for expensive care and equipment. Your contributions will provide trained hands to teach a polio survivor how to live with his disability. Thanks to you, a polio-scarred life will once again seem worth living. Remember, your generosity is the one hope of thousands for whom soft vaccine came too late. Join the 1958 March of Dimes. Won't you right now send your dimes and dollars to your local March of Dimes headquarters? In 1953, a U.S. physician, Dr. Jonas Salk, tested his experimental killed virus vaccine on himself and his family. A year later, 1.6 million children in Canada, Finland, and the United States had the tests. The results were announced on April 12, 1955, and Salk's inactivated polio was licensed on the same day. Dr. Salt gave six pharmaceutical companies the right to produce his vaccine, and he did not profit from sharing the formulation and the production process. Dr. Salt was committed to equitable access to his vaccine, and he understood that elimination efforts would not work without universal low or no cost vaccination. In 1955, when he was asked who owned the patent to the inactivated polio vaccine, or IPV as it was called, he replied, Well, the people, I would say. There is no patent. Could you patent the sun? A second type of polio vaccine, oral polio vaccine, or OPV, was developed by physician and microbiologist Albert Sabin. His vaccine was live but weak in virus and could be given by mouth as drops on sugar cubes. Like Salt, Sabin tested his vaccine on himself and his family. He also tested in Russia, Czechoslovakia, 100,000 children from 1958 to 59, and he proved that his vaccine was safe and effective. In 1988, the World Health Organization passed a resolution to eradicate polio to achieve its permanent reduction to zero. In July of 2021, only two cases of wild polio virus were recorded globally, one in Afghanistan and one in Pakistan. While OPV vaccine is safe and effective, in areas where vaccination coverage is low, the weakened vaccine virus originally contained in the OPV vaccine can begin to circulate in unvaccinated communities. When this happens, if it is allowed to circulate for sufficiently long enough time, it may genetically change 
to a strong virus able to cause paralysis. If a population is adequately immunized, it will be protected against both wild and vaccine-derived polioviruses. This information comes from the World Health Organization website. The fact that the poliovirus outbreak occurred in New York State this past June and the 20-year-old patient who was not vaccinated for polio is now paralyzed is concerning. We must remember that when vaccine rates are low, the spread of vaccine poliovirus can cause the virus to mutate back into a paralytic form. As a child, I remember not being allowed to go to a community swimming pool or play with other children during the summer because of the polio outbreaks in the city where I lived in New Hampshire. I also remember standing in line with hundreds of others as we received the salt vaccine and then later also taking the Sabin vaccine. Hearing about the outbreaks of polio in unvaccinated people when there are vaccines that work and have worked since the late 1950s is more than upsetting. Having a population that is vaccinated against polio is the way for all of us to stay free of this terrible disease.